Hi hello and welcome to Saturday Architecture. Please do subscribe and share your feedback on all the episodes that you hear. Your feedback is very important to us. Have fun listening to this podcast. This is Kumaran your host. Hi all, welcome to another episode of Saturday Architecture. One of the things that popped up this week is Prime Video releasing a video on how they moved from microservices to phonoliths and the internet has been abuzz with is microservices a bad idea. Now in this case it's definitely it saved them 90% cost. And the short understanding which I have is that they have three modules one to acquire data one to detect defects and another block to fix it all the three were in three different microservices and there was a cost associated with the capture storing it on an external storage cost of acquiring the data cost of using it and they hit account limits when they tried to capture individual frames and storage somewhere and the detector module will take it from that storage find out if there is a defect okay, and let the healer or the fixer module fix it so they were there has to be handoff between process and data and there's a workflow involved in doing all this and this period very costly to them and they moved to a monolith where all the three were done by one single instance where they could eliminate multiple cost issues now when i take a step back and look at it i don't think there was anything wrong in the way they approached it because it has been age old wisdom in real time data acquisition and processing industry that you separate out the data acquirer from the data processor i think that was a well established pattern in this case it didn't work So Deepak what do you think can be done to uh, so using a design pattern or a standard thing is a way of being efficient and doing good architecture you don't keep reinventing the wheel again and again I went with the standard thing of telling hey it's a real time streaming data acquirer is going to be separate processor is going to be separate i think it's a very fair architecture decision which turned out to be wrong in hindsight but how do we not fall into this process do you have any thoughts on that right. so first of all it's a good thing they fixed it and they published about it and we are discussing it so it's good because some things you will learn only in production so there's no way you can test out every possible angle of the result of an architecture now how they could have fixed it at the beginning this is my opinion obviously that why the sometimes the methodology precedes the problem solving so that should that is a pitfall which should be kept in in view it's it's not that it, you can always avoid it but methodologies are again for efficiency like you said so design patterns are for efficiency but at some point problem solving has to override all the methodology and say is this the way to solve the problem which i am having that's that is the that the place where you question the assumption of whether this architecture is doing what it re- is really expected to do 
second part of indications of of looking at some of these things is how microservices are actually executed in in practice like who is making these microservices how many teams are making these microservices are they separate teams because separation of teams will obviously move them into uh, their own architecture niches and they will keep on progressing in there and sort of be blindsided by the collaboration piece which needs to happen now it is possible i do not know how the amazon teams were structured or whether they were the same team or not now that that could be one indication if one team is doing three microservices it should be looked at should they be really three microservices maybe all three should be one because it's the same team which is doing it that is an indication i'm not saying that is always true because for methodology reasons and bureaucratic reasons you might have the same team doing it because there are not enough resources available and other things but if somebody has thought about that this is the same team which should be developing it it should be considered whether they should be actually one service rather than three microservices when we say team it also alludes to the fact that what is the business capability that they are exhibiting to the customer so the services again is looked at from a capability perspective should be an indicator when you do things across microservices there is a overhead involved here the overhead of transferring the data frames and getting it back it has both a technical cost and a monetary cost with them is there some way in which we could detect this when you talk about microservices is there a formal yes. approach we can do yeah actually there's a formal study of of this kind of behavior which is which has existed for at least 100 plus years which is the concept of work study now this is comes from production engineering industrial engineering mechanical engineering perspective which studies actually how human beings work and they break down the tasks into smaller parts and see how physically the motion happens so there is there's a motion study there is a breakdown of how effective the motion can be the economy of motion of accessing things of how the tools are available to the workmen at what location they should be kept who should be doing what that kind of study will actually can help in in this whole going back and forth this economy of motion how minimum i have to move myself to get the tools i need to do the job so in this case this is the analogy exists within the science of work study i would say interesting so basically i think in short a software architect or somebody in technology should actually sit with probably as experienced expert in production engineering or in manufacturing and kind of learn from them on how they decided to bring things together or break them apart i think we can learn a lot from the mechanical and the manufacturing industry before deciding what to break and what to keep it together that's a very interesting perspective the manufacturing industry is a lot more mature and industrial evolution is much much older than the information technology revolution revolution i think we can probably correlate microservices to individual machines each person doing the job and probably learn from there and kind of help us design better microservices if we get some learnings from the manufacturing industry means lot of examples of the machines especially the automated machines which are building like packaging machines see how many operations are done together in one machine which could be broken apart and done in serial order in an assembly line but 
they try to optimize it try to do it together it says how can i minimize the amount of motion i need to have even within robots not just not just human beings how do you bring that up so there's lots and lots of analogies available there of how do you that's a very good so example of one machine doing a lot of things and getting it out so that, that's the concept of monolith in that sense so there's another concept this just reminds me that the within there also comes from manufacturing which is called the value stream mapping the whole concept of value stream mapping which looks at the process from an end to end perspective and where you can find these inefficiencies so even if you have to do it retrospectively you can do a do you can do a time and motion study using that work study principle and or you can also do a larger study of whether this whole system is being efficient or not you do value stream map mentally we just have to connect different machines and different people and doing different processes to different software components and different tasks and i think then we would be able to connect and get some wisdom that was good thanks deepak for sharing those inputs it was a good 